Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, the only podcast where your favorite Broadway stars share what job they'd want at a Disney theme park. I'm so thankful for the many guests on E-Ticket. Please be sure to give each episode a listen. And if you like what you're hearing, share with others. The world needs a lot more magic in it. Speaking of magic, did you know there's an e-ticket to Broadway shop? Visit our website at www.eticketpodcast.com to select your favorite shirts, mugs, bags, and hats, all with that unique e-ticket charm imprinted onto each item. Add to your Disney style today, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, at e-ticket to Broadway, to catch some of our guests wearing their very own e-ticket merch. The guest on this episode loves Walt Disney World just as much as I love Disneyland, and that's saying a lot. We first met while working together on the Broadway revival of The Best Man, and quickly learned we were both Disney kids. This Tony-nominated Broadway star has been seen on Broadway in Les Mis, Blood Brothers, Beauty and the Beast, Hairspray, Little Shop of Horrors, Xanadu, Rock of Ages, Catch Me If You Can, Disaster, Mean Girls, and Beetlejuice, and still manages to get to Epcot multiple times a year. Get ready for some actual pixie dust. Here is Carrie Butler. Carrie Butler, I feel like we're always talking Disney parks when we meet up, and now we get to share it with the listeners of E-Ticket to Broadway. I just want to make sure, are you still a big fan of the Disney parks? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm I'm, I'm like in withdrawal right now because yeah. I haven't gone in a while, and uh, I always start feeling like antsy when I haven't gone. Well, you're in good company. I distinctly remember a day of tech during The Best Man. I was wearing a Disneyland shirt, naturally, and you asked me, do you always wear Disney shirts? And I said, yes, thinking you might judge me. And you were like, that's great. I love Disney too. I, think, <laughs> I almost wore a Disney shirt right now without even thinking that I was doing this podcast today. But darn it. It always happens. See, but just to bring those Disney vibes. That's right. And speaking of Best Man, I want to remember this memory because it was very magical, I think, for both of us. We were staging a scene. You were co-starring with, of course, Angela Lansbury and Candace Bergen. And there was a scene around tea. It was a tea yeah. luncheon. And we asked Angela questions. She said, oh, I'm very familiar with teacups and teapots or something. <laughs> yes. Just head explosion. Yes, I do remember that. That's a fun memory. So Carrie, take me back in time. Have you always loved the Disney parks? Um, you know what? I didn't go that much as a kid because I, I grew up in Brooklyn. So I went maybe when I was like eight, seven or eight, like a family trip, you know? And so I didn't really remember. Of course, of I'm sure I loved it then, but I wasn't obsessed. I didn't become obsessed until I was an adult. Um, I feel like I saw, when I saw The Little Mermaid, then I was like, fell in love with, you know, I fell in love with all of Howard Ashman, Alan Menken music. And and I, I saw The Little Mermaid. And then I think maybe my husband was working out in um, Disneyland 
and we went to Disneyland and then that was when the magic hit me again. And we ended up getting like engaged in Disneyland. Not that, but we, that was our engagement weekend. And I don't think I knew that. Yeah. It's always been so magical for us now. And actually like the first trip now I have kids, but the first trip we ever took as, you know, like as parents um, without the kids, you know, like parents are like, we waited probably, I don't know, 10 years before we ever went away without the kids, but we went to Disney World without them. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. It was better. (laughs) (laughs) But we, yeah, we love it. But, you know, going with just the two of us, it's so fun and just, we could just do whatever we wanted and not have to worry about, you know, feeding the kids and things like that. (laughs) Actually, I've, I've gone... I get myself so crazy when I'm there um, because I let myself eat whatever I want. You know, you have to get all of that food um, and all the specialty drinks and then go to that main street and get like the big ice mint ice cream cone. And um, I am, I am actually, I, I'm actually like thrown up a few times. Oh no. Because, because I'm just, I'm like nonstop going and I stay up so late. I get up like, you know, we get up first thing in the morning to hit all the rides. Then we go back to the hotel, hit the pool. Then we go back out and just running all day, like nonstop. And I make myself sick. Do you have a favorite bathroom you visit? No, no, no. This was like, I, I, I did, I think I made myself sick maybe like on the car ride home. Oh no. Yeah. There's always like the Disneyland hangover the next day where you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, what did I eat? I literally did. That's not from any alcohol. Like no alcohol. It's just no, no, no. Drinking frosty drinks and yeah. eating all junk food and it's going a lot of sugar. Yeah. yeah. A lot of sugar. <laughs> Do you have any memories uh, of going to the parks? Like the early memories? whether it's the engagement weekend or taking your daughters there for the first time? Um, yeah. I mean, I really remember the engagement weekend. Um, my, my, my best Disney memories are I, my dream came true. After I'd been on Broadway for years and years, I got to perform in Disney World. And I performed in Epcot. I am part of the, um, what is this series called? It's the- Festival of the Arts. Festival of the Arts. I've done it at least two times now. And it is the highlight of my life and my career. No joke. Yeah. I love it. And um, so they last, I think the last time I did it, Disney takes such good care of us. They gave me this suite in the contemporary. It was enormous. And my sister and her family came and my parents came all in this huge um, contemporary hotel. So that was, and, and we got the guide. They give us the guide to take us around. It is just amazing. I stayed there and I stayed, I think maybe I stayed two times. They put me up in Animal Kingdom, which is also gorgeous. I love the hotels. I could just be happy staying in the hotels for a month and not even going to the parks. I love them. And, and, uh, so when I was working there, you know, I would just get to enjoy the hotels because I was there for two weeks at a time by myself. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. There's been a lot of wonderful e-ticket guests that have performed there and everyone talks about how wonderful it is with the guide and just getting to perform at Disney World. Oh my it- God. The guide is a dream, uh, you know, because I went to Disney so many. I mean, I would go like four times a year and um, before I had kids uh, and, you know, we would always see the guides and be like, who is that? who's that fancy person with the guide and be so jealous. And then I got to be that. And the guide 
let me tell you, it is worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even, it's unbelievable. I think that's my next Halloween costume is being one of the plaid vests. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great Halloween costume. Kara, you mentioned Loving Little Mermaid as a kid. Were there other movies that you really loved growing up from the Disney catalog? Um, well, I, I love them all. I feel like Little Mermaid was in a league of its own because it set me off. Because then I just love going to Disney World just to hear that music. To go, I mean, of course, I love Beauty and the Beast. I love all anything by, and I love all of the new stuff too. But so my favorite part of going to Disney, it's like that song Disneyland that I sing. You know, you know that song. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my anthem. Yeah, so they talk about you know the piped in music and like I love the piped in music. <laughs> like I love going on the rides. I I mean we'll listen to the haunted mansion just in our house, just the theme music. You know I love the the um, all the music for all the rides. Um, we used to say we wanted to have a house and have each room be a theme room of Disney World. Like you know, <laughs> but we didn't. We have it. We just got a house, but we didn't do that. Maybe, maybe one day. That's right. There's always time. So let's talk about Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust. It's a beautiful album that you recorded and wonderful Disney songs like When You Wish Upon a Star, Second Start of the Right, Bare Necessities, and of course, Disneyland. Have you always loved singing the Disney music? I think that also came with seeing The, the Little Mermaid. Once I became obsessed, then, like I said, I loved the pipe to music. So I would just listen to the music and some of the rides... Or in Animal Kingdom, they'll do like really cool versions of the songs that we know and love, like from Pocahontas. And so I kind of um, remembered those things of waiting on the lines in Disney World and then kind of added, changed around. I had Michael Cosrin, who is unbelievable. He is like composer, uh, conductor, uh, extraordinaire. He does everything with Alan Menken. And he came on and was my producer. So he just, that was a dream. He is amazing. And he, he changed the songs. He, the way he plays baby mine is just so gorgeous. And you know, he, he just did that himself. And then, um, we had some amazing, um, arrangers come on and like all big Broadway people came in and do great arrangements of these songs to make them different. Um, and it was just a really, really, Fun process. We improvised. Uh, one of my favorites was "Color of the Colors of the Wind," and we um, improvised that kind of in the room um, with strings. And um, I think it, we have yes, ukulele. Um, I think it's Kevin Kevin Kuhn who who played, um, and um, Antoine was doing the violin. And they're both such extraordinary musicians. And and so just you know, like kind of improving and coming up what we're going to sing and how it's going to sound. It was super fun. I think, you know, I love the album. I think listening to it, why I like it so much is because I know you love the material. I do. And especially when you sing Disneyland. Come yes. on. I mean, and and being in that, we had, you know, a full orchestra. So many people do cast albums, I mean, or, or their own album. And, you know, it's like them and the piano player or, you know, a few instruments. We had a full orchestra and it was I mean, a dream come true, just just sitting there and listening to them play these amazing musicians. And oh, and when I recorded Baby Mine, I was holding my daughter because that would be that was the song I sang to her every night when I tucked her in. And so I held her and while while I was recording it. 
She was good. A, she was quiet. <laughs> that's, that's a beautiful memory. So we're going to, hopefully there's going to be a Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust Volume 2. What songs would you like to record for the sequel? Can I say sequel? Oh. Is that the right word for a second album? I don't know. I don't know. That's sure. Anyway, <laughs> um, Volume 2. I've, I've thought about that before. I haven't like put extensive thought into it. Uh, but I do still love Disney songs and there have been a lot of new, but you know, I've got the thing I loved about the album was that we got some stuff that was cut from shows. So I would love to get stuff like that again, if I did it, um, like Alan Menken gave me, um, oh, he gave me, uh, call me a princess. That's right. From who framed Roger Rabbit? From, what was it? Was it who framed Roger Rabbit? No. Oh, I do have a song from Who Framed Roger Rabbit that may have been cut too. And that's a really cool song, but no, call me a princess is cut from Aladdin. Oh, yes. <laughs> because, and it was like very early where she used to be like very princessy and um, <laughs> it's a very funny song. Uh, but so anyway, things like that. I love, I love more obscure Disney or taking a Disney song that's really, really well known and I'm changing it. Like I loved doing a, a slower version of It's a Small World, which is one of my favorite rides and turning that into a ballad and then having that lead into God Help the Outcasts. Uh, I, I, I thought it was really poignant. Um, so I love things like that. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Oh, I do know what I love now. I love Tangled. I would do Oh, Tangled yeah. Things. That song, The Light, uh, last, I, yes. uh, last I See the Light. Yes. Got every listener is screaming at me right now. But that song is so beautiful. I love that song. There's actually... I had my daughter, uh, she's older now, but she, on my Instagram, we sang that together and sang it in harmony. And so that's one of my favorite videos. Do you have any favorite Disney characters? Ariel, I I also am a pin trader. And you are <laughs> okay, very good. Yes, I'm one of those crazy people that walks. No, no, no. No, not so much anymore. They're not as popular anymore. They're not. You know, I I remember. I mean, I have a few pins that I love, but I remember thinking like, I can't get too deep into this because it's going to be. I can't. I won't be able to turn back. We have books and books of pins. We sometimes bring a suitcase full of pins on the plane and it's heavy. <laughs> do you have any favorite aerial pins? I do. Yes. I, I have, I have a lot of really great aerial pins. I have a lot of great bell pins since I was Belle and being the beast. Um, so I think those are, those are my, that's my main pin collection. My husband has his own pin collection. I think he likes more um, older kind of retro Disney pins. Oh, and no, oh, his, his thing is the haunted mansion. He loves anything haunted mansion. You love Ariel. Jody Benson actually came on the podcast and it was a dream come true. And we oh. talked about Disneyland and the fact that she sang that before Little Mermaid. You love Ariel. You've sung that song. Oh, Isn't I that crazy? Know. Wait, she sang that before Little Mermaid? Yes. Smile. Yes. Wow. And when she worked with Howard Ashman on that musical, then on oh. opening night, they became she became an honorary citizen of Disneyland. Then it led to an audition for Mermaid. Oh my It's the magic God. of Disney. I got to perform with her like at, I can't, I think it was the Disney gala or the Disney um, Actors Fund benefit that they later televised. And um, wait, maybe, was it that? Because I think I sang part of your world in that. 
no, it couldn't have been that. I did something with Jodi Benson and I was so excited. And she sang part of her world, world and she sounded exactly the same down to like where she takes the breath on the recording. I know. And I was also, after I was like, that was so amazing. You sound exactly the same. How did you do that exactly the same? And she said, well, you know, people expect something when they hear the Little Mermaid. They want to hear the Little Mermaid. I said, yes, they do. Thank you. I did want to hear that. Kara, you have a million Broadway credits, but of course, I love that you played Belle in Beauty and the Beast after originating the role in the Toronto production. Do you relate to Belle in any way? Um, well, I do love to read. <laughs> it's a solid um, one. My husband is a little bit of a beast. No, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just king. Yeah. <laughs> Do you do you talk to objects in your house? Oh no, but I do talk to the birds. I talk to my plants, and okay. so I feel like I am a little bit of a Disney princess when I go outside because because now we have this house, and so I go out. I talk to the birds all the time, and and I whistle to them. I try and get a little conversation going. They land I, on your finger. <laughs> that doesn't work though. It hasn't worked yet. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I feel like in that sense, yeah, I, I see you definitely as like the Snow White, as the Sleeping Beauty, like dancing through the woods with your yeah. forest friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, going back to Being the Beast, though, because I, I think it's such a wonderful musical. Did you have a favorite moment that you got to play during the show? Hmm. I mean, that was a dream come true because by that point, I was already princess obsessed. And just, I was like Jody Benson in that you know, I felt, I felt an obligation to the fans and I didn't want to really make it my own so much. I wanted to give them what they saw because the movie was perfection and I didn't want to mess with that. So I wanted to, you know, I I did my bell voice. Oh, Gaston, you are positively primeval. (laughs) And, um, and so let's see, what moments did I love? Uh, it was also my first lead role on Broadway. Uh, so everything about it was special. I did it for two, played Belle for two and a half years. So a real long time. Um, I loved, I loved getting uh, a front row seat to see the transformation every night. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I loved, I just loved singing those songs. I mean, their music is just, and also I loved hearing the orchestra because it's so beautiful and just being on stage and hearing them come up at, at, from under the pit. Uh, I loved listening to, um, you know, the beginning of the show and just getting, and just getting to hear that music and then think I'm about to go on the stage and perform this show that is so iconic. And I loved at the end of the show and meeting all the little kids dressed up in their princess dresses after the show. So fun. I love all that stuff. Oh, I love that. That's what I just love when when performers that love the material get to do the material. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it so much better. Carrie, you shared earlier that your husband worked at Disneyland, yeah? What did he do? Oh, he didn't... He has worked for Disney in the past, but he was his, most of his career was working with Sesame Street, actually, where he was um, a puppeteer and um, he was the head writer for a lot of years. Um, try, oh, I know what he did at Disney. 
he worked, he actually worked on um, some of the Muppet movies. I think he worked on, and and so we got to go to, some of those I think were filmed in Florida. Um, and yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I know he, he got to like work with Jim Henson one time or see Jim Henson one time on set and, you know, was obviously like crazy excited. Um, and I can't remember, but I do remember working there because there was something, something filmed at MGM studios or that's what it used to be called, right? That's right. And now it's Hollywood Studios. Yeah, now it's Hollywood Studios. So he worked there when it was MGM and he could go in every day on like his lunch break, he would go in and ride rides. Can you imagine? <laughs> so my question for you is, if you were to get a job at the parks, what job would you want? Well, we often talk about this. We, yes. my husband and I often say that we're going to retire there and we're just going to be one of the main street people welcoming people because we'll, we'll love, to, we just love being there. And walking on Main Street, we'll play checkers on, do you know there's that checker table? You didn't know there's a checker table? So you're a world girl, I think. You prefer world to land. Oh, yeah. And I'm yes. a land boy. So there's a lot of Disney World that I'm not as familiar with. Oh. Are you breaking up with me? checker table, though, on the Main Street. There probably is. Land as well. Yeah. But so anyway, anyway, there's a checker table, a little check. It's in like a wheelbarrow and not a wheelbarrow, some kind of barrel. And um, it's right on Main Street. And so sometimes we'll just sit there and watch all the happy families come in. And it makes us happy to see everybody so excited to see the castle. So, so kind of, you know, one of those performers on Main Street where you could be a character, welcome people, sing some songs. Yeah, think I that. think that'd be great. My dream is to be, I mean, I already worked at the parks. I worked on the Autopia. And I did guest control years ago. But I want to be the person right at the turnstile scanning the ticket and taking the picture and saying, like, have a great day. Because then I get to sit down in the shade. <laughs> I, I like that idea. That's such a random job of all the jobs you could do. Because that's like the first cast member you encounter on oh, your journey. Okay. You know, unless you're counting like the tram and the well, That is kind parking. of like mine. Kind of like mine. Yeah, kind of. But I I'll say like- why don't you want to be a character? Well, because I'm a director. I'm not an actor. <laughs> I, I'll reserve those jobs for you professionals. <laughs> That's not for me. So, Carrie, you have such wonderful Broadway credits. Who do you think would have the most fun at the parks? Penny Pingleton, Brenda Strong, or Barbara Maitland? <laughs> oh, that's a funny question. <laughs> um, I think all of them would love it for sure. But I think Barbara Maitland would get really into Haunted Mansion and really want to like start now that she's a ghost she really want to be starting scaring people <laughs> but i also feel like, feel like penny would just oh yeah she'd go she would home. and if she could go unchaperoned <laughs> she'd be like oh my gosh yes. she would be flirting with all the princes i think <laughs> yes definitely and brenda i just think would go on any ride that flies just so she could say Fly. yeah <laughs> It's time for everyone's favorite. This is Fast Pass Answers. You're going to have 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question to answer as many of these as possible. Are you ready? I'm so nervous. Oh my God, you're going to be great. Ready? Carrie Butler, name any song from Beauty and the Beast. Be your guest. 
Favorite snack in the parks? Uh, chocolate chip ice cream. True or false, you shared a stage with Angela Lansbury. True. Name any cast member from Beetlejuice. Alex Brayman. Name a ride in Fantasyland. Dumbo. Favorite Broadway musical. Hairspray. Name any character from Hairspray. Oh, Penny Pingleton. <laughs> Name any country in Epcot. Oh, um, Germany. Favorite Disney movie. A Little Mermaid. Time. <laughs> Carrie Butler, that was the most exciting Fast Pass answers I think I've ever experienced. You did so well. Yes. My heart is racing because I had to keep up with you. <laughs> did I win? Did yes, I win? you won. Yes, you won. You won the uh, chocolate. What was your favorite snack? Chocolate chip ice oh, cream? No. Chocolate chip ice cream. That, yeah. But you know what? But I didn't talk about... We get the, um, I don't know if anybody else does this, probably. Um, did you know that you can get the recipes from Disney? Yes. And so my daughter has made, we make the, um, my favorite restaurant is um, in Mexico. The, uh, and we make that soup, that re- soup. It's so, so good. And then my favorite, favorite place is um, the Harbor Inn. Okay. You know so this is not well known. I, I don't know how many people, if I should be sharing this information, how many people listen to this podcast? <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, want to be careful. lunch spot and not letting me get in. But, That's right. Um, and so they have this, I'm a vegetarian. They have the most, the best vegetarian sandwich, hummus sandwich with broccoli slaw. It's so good. And we get, get it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> we get the same lunch. We go to the Harbor Inn every day and get the have you tried making that at home? We have. Yeah. It's not as good, but it's good. I love the chicken fazuli in Pizza Planet. I tried mm. making it for Disneyland's uh, birthday last year. <laughs> it was okay, you know, but they I think they alter the recipe just enough to make yeah. you think like, I, I, it's not as good as the park. I need to go back. Yeah. I've also tried to make the, um, the pot pie from England. In Epcot, we haven't even talked about Epcot. Meanwhile, like that's my favorite place. Let's talk about it. What's your you you said your favorite? I think when I asked any country in Epcot, you said Germany. No, which I, I remember into my head, but that's so, not my favorite country. What's your favorite part of Epcot? Well, my favorite part of Epcot is the countries. I love. Well, that's what I used to really like pin trading because then you could talk to the people and you know it's all real people from those countries and find out what's going on in your country. <laughs> and so I love how do you like working at Disney? I love talking to them. And um, so then we would trade pins with them. Um, let's see, what's my favorite country? Uh Mexico for sure to eat. I love that yes. rest with the ride that goes through it. Yep. Those margaritas. Yes. Oh, I love that place. We That's what my first place I go. Um, oh, I also love Japan. I love the stores in Japan. That, that, my favorite, favorite thing about Disney is actually walking through Epcot and going to, I love all the stores. I love the fireworks. Um, let's see. What's another country that I love? I, I love them all. Oh, another fun thing. Have you ever done the um, interactive game that you can play? Like in, when you're waiting in the queues? No, no. Like, no, which um, one? They have ones you get. It's like a, it's like a video game kind of. They give you a console and you take it around. You have to try and find the clues around the park. <gasps> I haven't so done fun. that. Wow, oh that's awesome. They fun. have them in all the parks, so, and they change them up. I feel like one time there it was some some cartoon like an explorer thing, and then so so a lot of people don't know about this. 
And then they have one with a, a wand in, in um, Magic Kingdom. But so you have to go and throw in store windows. You're trying to find the clues. And then when the clues are like a, a, a movie pops up on this, the window that you've passed oh, wow. by a million gazillion times, suddenly turns into a screen with characters giving you the clue for the next place. That's really cool. Yeah. I want to do that next time I go. Yeah, you have fun. to. It makes the park new again. So I'm going to need you to be my personal tour guide, my plaid vest when I go to Epcot, because I think you know all the secrets. I do I do this for my <laughs> friends. I'll write up whole itineraries for them whenever I hear anyone's going to Disney World, and I'll put all Walt Disney quotes on it because I get so excited for them. <laughs> I'll be like, this is your, you have to get get up. I mean, you get up at seven o'clock, get to the park by seven o'clock, be the first person there. I don't want to hear that you slept in. <laughs> I'm working on an e-ticket to Broadway book that is like, you know, tips and tricks from the stars. So oh. the Epcot chapter could be Carrie Butler. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people on this podcast that love to share their, you know, travel tricks. They're like, you have to do this restaurant. You have to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. People would love it. I think. That's fine. Put on your thinking ears. It's trivia time. Oh boy. It's time for trivia. We love the Magic Kingdoms at the six Disney parks across the world. And seeing the castle down Main Street, the hub of the parks leading to different themed lands, is perhaps my favorite visual. Of the six Magic Kingdoms, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Tokyo Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, which one is largest in terms of land size? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Walt Disney World. So that's what I would think as well. Uh It's actually overwhelmingly the biggest at 963 acres, Shanghai Disneyland. In comparison. The only one I haven't gone to. You've been to Hong Kong and Tokyo and Paris? Wait, I haven't gone to Hong Kong. I've gone everywhere else. I've gone to Tokyo. That's like me. I need to do the two in China and then I'll be good. Uh-huh. But Walt Disney World, around 107 acres in comparison to the 963. Oh, that nuts? Yeah. Shanghai. I got it. Shanghai. Is, we got to go. We got to ride that Pirates, that Tron. It looks amazing. Carrie, I counted this morning, and according to Playbill, you have 362 Broadway credits, which is simply incredible. But I was also impressed that some of your credits have a lot of similarities with Disney Parks attractions. So in this game, Carrie Butler's Disney resume, I'm going to say the name of an attraction, and I need you to say which Broadway show that you appeared in most closely resembles that ride or experience. So I need you to pull on that yellow strap because this is places, places please, for Carrie Butler's Disney resume. Here we go. So number one for Carrie Butler's Disney resume, The Haunted Mansion. Beetlejuice. That is exactly right. Both start with a pretty normal house and suddenly there's a death and then things go crazy. You're exactly right. I said that all the time. I was like, I feel like I'm in the Haunted Mansion ride musical. Yes, you really are. Okay. Number two, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. I know. Rock of Ages. It is Rock of Ages. Yes, it is. (laughs) Though I don't believe any Aerosmith songs were in the musical. I don't know. And also, I couldn't tell you an Aerosmith song from another song, so maybe I'm the wrong judge of it. 
but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Number three for Carrie Butler's Disney resume, The Jungle Cruise. Hmm. The Jungle Cruise. Um, is it Disaster? It is Disaster. Yes. It's a boat ride that kind of goes awry. Yes. 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 Well done. You are three for three. Okay. Number four, the Hall of Presidents. Ah, best man. It is the best man, of course. And I would love to go there and see like John Larroquette, Eric McCormick, just standing up there kind of moving around. James Earl Jones, of course. Uh Uh-huh. Very well done. Okay. My favorite. Number five, Living with the Land. That's one of my favorite rides, by the way. Uh, Living with the Land. And this is my favorite musical. Let's see. Uh, oh my gosh, this is a hard one. Do you need a hint? Um, hold on. Don't yeah. give me a hint. I have to go through my resume. That's right. It's Broadway, right? Definitely Broadway? It is. It's definitely Broadway. Tell me, uh, is it early Carrie Butler Broadway? or? <laughs> I would say it's like, it's like midpoint. Hmm. Even though your career is only just beginning, of course, <laughs> but of the current credits, okay. midway. Okay. Is it Catch Me If You Can? It's not. I'm going to give you a hint. On Living With The Land, you might oh, come across- What? Xanadu? No, you're going to come across some strange and interesting plants. <gasps> little Shop of Horrors. That's right. Oh, it's Little Shop. It is Little Shop. Okay. Number six for Curry Butler's Disney resume. This one's- in an overseas park, The Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast? It's actually Blood Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yes. <laughs> it's Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yes, yes. Which looks so cool. I've, I haven't been to it yet, of course, but it looks like an awesome ride. Okay. Here comes number seven. Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Oh, uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. That wouldn't be the best man. That's not. This is so, this is so obscure. Um, You're going to hate me. Is it Blood Brothers? Nope. <laughs> um, is it Catch Me If You Can? Nope. <laughs> what is it? Well, I'm going to tell you, Mr. Lincoln appears on Currency. Ah, and he's, and what currency is he on? Um, it's a coin. It's very small. It's copper. Oh, Penny, Penny Pingleton. Yes, (laughs) yes. Crazy hard. That was crazy hard. The other option I could have given you was Soren because on Soren they actually they spray your hair. Oh, I love Soren too. I do too. Okay. This next one's also a little tricky, but you've mentioned this musical many times, so you might just pull it out now. Smugglers Run. (laughs) Smugglers Run. What ride is that? It's in Galaxy's Edge. It's kind of like Star Tours, but you can actually step into some of the roles on that ship. I feel like I've never even done that ride. It's pretty new. It's pretty new. But you might be able to play the pilot. On this ride. Okay, catch if you can. That's right. There it is. Catch if you can. Another option could have been the Alice in Wonderland ride because you're chasing the white rabbit 
and the white mm. rabbit's like, catch me if you can. It mm. could have also been Peter Pan's flight because you fly, fly yes, away. Flight, yeah. We had a lot of options. We had a lot of yeah. options. Okay, number nine for Carrie Butler's Disney resume. Ready, Carrie? This is yes. dining at Cinderella's royal table. Um, dining at Cinderella's royal table. Um, <laughs> it's an experience. It's an experience, not necessarily a ride. Uh huh. Um, and I just need to go through my shows. Um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna give you a hint. Uh, you know. Cinderella's stepsisters, Anastasia and Drizella, they're not the nicest of girls. They're a little mean. Um, mean might... girls! Mean girls! Yes, it is. It is because they may sit at your table. They might. That is mean girls, right? Okay. <laughs> Number 10, Captain EO. Michael Jackson. Yes. Um. Gosh. And it's all Broadway shows, right? It is. Because it's not Bad Boy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, Remember, it's so it feels like a 1980s movie. There's a lot of dancing. And it's not Disaster, because we already did. Not Disaster. That was Jungle Cruise. Yep. Um, Gosh, what other shows have we done? So think of like 1980s realness, like lots of high fashion and... um. You know, what's funny is Captain EO didn't roller skate. <gasps> oh, Xanadu. <laughs> it is Xanadu. That was great. Okay, Carrie, here is a bonus question. Okay. I know you love Epcot. Impressions de France. And this is another Broadway show? It is. <laughs> and this is, you know, it's the, it's in the France Pavilion. It's not Beauty and the Beast? Probably. No, that was the Enchanted Tale. It could. Okay. It could. Yeah. Um... French. Something French. Les Mis! It is. It is Les Mis. That is great. Well, Carrie, thank you for playing Carrie Butler's Disney resume. Your your prize, we're going to take you to Epcot. Ah! Now let's hear from some of you. Uh-huh. Carrie, put on Instagram. Your fans are so excited to talk to you about Disney. Let's get started. Sam asks, what is the one ride, show, or hotel that you haven't experienced but would you like to try? Oh, my gosh. Um, The one ride or hotel that I haven't – I love to do all of the hotels. And sometimes in one vacation, I'll plan, like, multiple hotels so I can hop around. Um. Gosh, I was just there a year ago, so I don't think I'm really excited. I guess for the new parks that are opening up. Sure. Did you do Rise of the Resistance yet? Yes. You did. Well, that's that's you're ahead of the game. Wait, uh, isn't okay. that that didn't that come out? Or wait, when did that come out? That came out uh, different in different parks, but the end of 2019, basically. Yes, because I got to do that festival and I had the private guide me. Of course. That's great. Yeah. For a lot of hotels. Lily asks the very important question, who's a bigger Disney fan, you or Rob McClure? Definitely me. Rob McClure does not go, Rob McClure was, has never gone to Disney World th- four times in a year, I don't That's think. That's right. Yeah. Throwing down the gauntlet. You guys get back to me and tell Rob to get back to me if he has gone to Disney that many times. I will. I will. Alana asks, do you have a favorite memory from doing Beauty and the Beast in Toronto? Um, so many favorite memories. Um, 
you know, I love the mishaps. I loved when the beast's magic didn't work. That was a really fun one. And he had to do the interpretive dance. Um, but I really loved the stage door and meeting all the little girls dressed up in their princess costumes and them talking to me. I, I went, I remember one time like a fight breaking out between little bells and being like, <laughs> no, I'm Belle. No, I'm <laughs> and you were like, no, I'm Belle. <laughs> I just did that for two and a half hours. <laughs> Michael asks, if you could play another Disney princess, who would it be? Ariel, no question. Okay, there it is. <laughs> Do you have a favorite song? Part of Your World, of course. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. But yeah, I and, love that's my favorite score. That's my favorite show. And I love the songs from the, the Broadway um show too. I love If yeah. Only, Love She's in Love. Beyond My Wildest Dreams. Yes, Beyond My Wildest Dreams. Great ones. Great ones. And finally, Hannah asks, what's your favorite ride in Walt Disney World? Feel her magic. Yes. I love flying on Aladdin's carpet and then going under the sea with Ariel. Oh, I cry during that ride. It's my favorite. It's so funny that it's just a movie. There's no lines for it, but I, every time I go, I have to go watch that movie. I love it. It's so great. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Here it's time for Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options. Let me know which one you prefer. And I think I know the answer to the first one, Epcot or Animal Kingdom? Epcot. Yeah. Yep. You I do Epcot. love Animal Kingdom too. Sure. Pirates of the Caribbean or The Haunted Mansion? Oh, that's a hard one. I'd say Haunted Mansion. Okay. Churros or Dole Whips? Hmm. Churros. Okay. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, It's a Small World, or Peter Pan's Flight? Oh, gosh. That's a really hard one. I love both of them. I'm going to say Peter Pan's Flight. Okay. I love, I really love them both. Yeah, I'm with you. Finally, You Can't Stop the Beat or Fly, Fly Away? Oh, my gosh. I know. Those are great songs. You don't have to choose. Uh, yeah, and they're so different. They are. You know, they it's are. like if you need a good cry, then Fly, Fly Away is the number one choice. And if you just need to like feel really super happy, then you can't stop the beat. Why do you think the magic of Disney and the parks is so powerful? Um, you know, I think, first of all, the message of everything that's there, Disney does such a good job. And like, it's a small world is my favorite because it's just such a good reminder that we're all connected and it doesn't matter what color our skin is, what religion we are we're all the same. And so it's, and that message I feel like is all over the Disney parks and it's just everyone who comes there is just so happy because they're there. Most people, (laughs) people like us are. (laughs) Yes. And all of our listeners are, I know that. (laughs) And, um, and it also like to get to be a kid again and enjoy these things that, you know, as you grow up, you get jaded and Disney just celebrates that little kid in you again. And what's the first thing you want to do the next time you go to the parks? Um, fill her magic. Yes. Um, 
I, I really just love walking on the streets. I don't even need to go on any rides. I love walking main street. I love playing checkers on main street. Um, I love, I love Epcot. I love walking around the stores. I love meeting the people that work there and, 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 you know, finding out like, Oh, so what's it like in Mexico now? You know, (laughs) when we trade pins and things like that, um, you know, they have to be nice to you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's part of your job. So you just feel good when people are forced to be nice to you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. Carrie, you are the ultimate e-ticket to Broadway guest because you love Disney Park so much. I'm so thankful you came on the podcast and sharing your love of Ariel and pin trading and Small World and Epcot. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I loved it. Awesome. We'll see you at the parks. loves it as much as I do? You're top 1%. <laughs> oh boy. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.